welcome back to the NSN Shift Support Podcast. I'm your host, Megan. Thank you so much for tuning in today. First off, I want to apologize for the very unexpected and unplanned break in the podcast. I have not published a podcast since July, I believe. And it's really hard to believe that it's November now. I just feel like time is going so fast, um, but we'll get into why in the episode there was an unexpected break. But I'm really excited to be back in this space. I'm not going to lie, it feels a little awkward to be back talking to a camera and everything. So please give me a little bit of grace. Sorry, I'm moving the cords, which I'm sure you can hear as well. Uh, but please just give me a little bit of grace as I get back into hosting and talking on here. And I published a blog post on Peace Love Nursing. I'll link that in the show notes if that's something you'd be interested in. But I am just trying to get back into a more normal routine, get back to the things that make me happy that I really have enjoyed doing. So it's great to be here, and I can't tell you how much I appreciate you being here with me. First off, let me go ahead and wish a very happy 1989 TV release to everyone who celebrates. If you don't know, 1989, Taylor's version is a re-release of Taylor Swift's fifth studio album, correct? Yes, fifth studio album. Um, you can, we can go down that rabbit hole another time, but essentially she was unable to buy and own the rights to her first six albums, so she's re-recording them so she can own them, which is pretty awesome. And we are all about artists owning their art here and, you know, girl power and all that. So, um, came out a week ago. If you've never listened to it, I highly recommend listening to it. Just make sure you're listening to the Taylor version. I love the vault tracks. If you're a Swifty, I'd love to hear your thoughts on it. But I think tomorrow, well, tomorrow when this podcast comes out, so Saturday, I'm recording this on Thursday night. My husband Bradley and I are going to have a charcuterie and wine night, which we have not done in so long. I love making a charcuterie board. So I think we're going to do like a wine and cheese night, listen to 1989 TV on the HomePod, like get some good sound systems going. And I'm super excited for that. So something to look forward to. I'm definitely ready to get through tomorrow. It's probably going to be a long day. I have a pretty full patient load, but then I am finally off this weekend after being on call last weekend. So I am so ready for it. But let's get into a little life update, mental health update, why I've been away from the podcast. In July, it might have been the end of June. It was probably June. Um, I should have wrote out this timeline a little better in my notes, but we'll get through it. Um, My grandfather, my mom's dad, was put on hospice, which was We realized it was probably coming. He had dementia. He was starting to decline, but it was still really hard to hear. And then I went and visited him in July. And two weeks later, my sister was in town. I was planning on going up to visit for a couple days, see my grandparents and see my sister while she was in Florida. And she called and said that hospice was saying that he was in his final week. 
So I came home, I packed a bag, and my husband and I drove two hours to my grandparents where we stayed for the next four days, I believe. He passed on what was Friday morning, Thursday morning, I'm sorry. We got there Monday night. He passed Thursday morning. Um, my mom, my aunts, my uncle, uh, all his siblings, or all his children, excuse me, ended up being there at the end. My grandma was at his bedside. We all helped to, you know, bathe him, and I gave him morphine and um, Ativan to keep him comfortable. Um, we took care of him, and he was able to pass it home with his bride of 70 years at his side. They had just celebrated their 70th anniversary, um, my grandma and grandpa, in April. So um, it was just really special to be there. I'm very thankful I got to be there. It was also very hard. I have never taken care of a dying family member that was my own family member obviously as a nurse I've taken care of a lot of people through death but I just haven't had that personal experience so it was really hard um in some ways it was harder than I thought and I think that might be a good thing to do a an episode on but um that's we're not going to get into that, that today but he passed we ended up going back for a service and then after that honestly It was a really rough few weeks because I was still working in between going there. um, We had a service. You know, we passed. I had been there just a couple weeks before. It was about a two-hour drive to their house. And I just kind of slowly started slipping into a depressive episode. I've shared here, if you're new here, I have had depression for a very long time, anxiety. I was diagnosed with PTSD during the COVID pandemic when I was working as a travel nurse on COVID units. And really just the last three or four years, my mental health has just been a constant up and down battle. It can be really frustrating at times, but I did fall into it. I noticed, you know, the things happening. I was sleeping more. I was showering less, which I know is gross to say, but that's the truth. I was just feeling really down and depressed and, you know, ended up Um, in a full-on depressive episode, and I'm thankful to say it didn't last quite as long as other ones have lasted, but it did last a few months, and, you know, I was really just kind of surviving. I was going to school. I was coming home and just kind of not really doing anything. On the weekends, I was sleeping way too much or just kind of sitting, and, like, hours would pass, and I would just be kind of, like, mindlessly scrolling social media or you know even just like staring at the wall or falling asleep so it was really rough but I am happy to say you know things are getting better things are getting brighter I really kind of wondered if I would even share you know about me being depressed again or if I would just say you know that was kind of in grief for my grandpa but I really was depressed and it's just hard to say that sometimes because I really feel like how many times can you have come on and say that you were in a depressive episode but unfortunately that has been my reality in the past few years and healing is not linear and I just want people to know if you're struggling that you are not alone but you know that there can be happiness with the sadness and with the grief and then on top of that you know the world just feels so heavy everything happening with Palestine and Israel and the mass 
shooting that happened in Maine and it's just all really heavy and it's a lot to process and I don't really want to speak on any of that too much right now but I just want to say um, that you know I have all those people in my heart I am 100% for gun reform and making America a safer place to be because it is absolutely not safe now and I am just praying for peace in Palestine and Israel and for Palestine to be free and Israel to be safe again. And it's just, it's just a lot. But back to, um, you know, my little corner of the world. I've really been trying to work to get out this funk. My husband really kind of helped start that by taking me to St. Augustine for my birthday. We did an overnight trip. So that was super nice. We got to explore St. Augustine. We had an amazing dinner. It was literally one of the best dinners I think I've ever had. We had crab legs. I had a New York strip. Um, it had some awesome sides. It had amazing drinks. We had like such a nice dinner. St. Augustine was adorable. I can't wait to go back. And it was just so nice to go away and have some time together and just enjoy life and not have either of us working or talking about work. A couple weeks after that, we had to go to Dallas, Texas. I had never been to Texas before, but we went for one of our best friend's weddings. So it was great to see him get married and see, you know, friends that we haven't seen in a while, even though that trip was like beyond stressful between airport delays and just being so busy and lack of sleep and all this and having to work up until I left and still having to chart even when I got in Texas the first day. So I am really looking forward to a vacation that is more of a vacation and just truly relaxing because we have just been crazy busy lately. I, for the first time, was sitting around thinking like, okay, like I want to keep this momentum going of self-care and taking care of my mental health and just trying to feel better. Um, you know, I, you know, unfortunately, a lot of times when you get depressed, the things that help to keep you from being depressed become very hard to do. So it's kind of like a vicious cycle. But now that I'm having a little bit more energy, um, my mood is starting to get better. I really wanted to actually kind of try to make some like loose goals. I'm calling them intentions either way to help motivate me through the month of November because as we know the holidays can come with a lot of really happy highs but they can also come with lows especially with this being my first set of holidays without my grandfather here and just you know the population I work with now I love them but some of them don't have a lot of family around you know some of them have lost their spouses some of them have lost children so you know that can kind of bring a heaviness to the holidays so I just really wanted to work on moving forward and trying to work on my mental health. So I made a few simple, for the most part, intentions that I'm going to be working on in November. I'm going to share them with you in case maybe something uh, sounds like something that could help you or gives you an idea for something that might help you. So the first thing I have is to read 10 minutes a day, which when I told my husband that, he was like, 10 minutes isn't very long, which I agree, it's not. But when you're, you know, working and 
you know, just have a life that you have to get through. Sometimes 10 minutes might be all you have. And I know someone's going to come at me and say, well, what is your screen time? You could get off social media. Well, I could, but we're trying to make manageable goals here. Okay. So I'm starting with 10 minutes a day. I'm really hoping to do that before I go to bed because another thing I want to work on is having a little bit better sleep hygiene because mine just hasn't been great lately. So read 10 minutes a day. And then I also am hoping to walk two miles a day five times a week. So I have always been an active person. I love to hike. I love to camp. I was a big runner. I always enjoyed running. Declan and I used to run a lot before I got long haul COVID. I like going to the gyms, lifting weights, all those type of things. But when I got long haul COVID and I was really suffering from PTSD, say I fell off the bandwagon, but really I physically was unable to exercise at that point. And I am working to find intentional movement. I'm calling it more than exercise, but exercise, intentional movement, whatever words feel right to you to help my mental health, to help my physical health, to help my energy, to help my sleep. Again, some of these are kind of going into the sleep hygiene without me really having to set big goals around it. I do think that's coming up probably in the next month or two. I'll try to make some um, set intentions or goals, but for now, I just think these things will kind of help that. But walking seems to be something I can do pretty well. It doesn't seem to hurt my joints or cause my heart rate to go too high. For the most part, I have bad days, but for the most part, it seems to be doing pretty well. And a bonus is I get to go with my dog, Declan, who I love walking with Declan. And he is a large 90-pound high-energy hound mix rescue who loves to be outside, who loves to be walking, running, moving. So it's also, you know, going to benefit his mental health, which is a positive. But looking forward to doing that. And I'm very blessed to be in Florida right now. So the weather is perfect to be outside. And I think getting in sunshine uh, will be wonderful. Uh, you know, fresh air, walking, being with my dog, all those things, I think will just have a really positive impact on my mental health and my overall health. So excited to just um, keep doing that because I've honestly, I think this will be week three coming up of me walking two miles five times a week and I felt really good doing it so far and I feel like it's really helping my energy levels. So excited to see where that goes. And then I really have missed the podcast and the blog. It's something that always goes to the wayside when my mental health suffers. But I find my mental health to be better when I'm active with both things. So my goal is to publish four podcasts and four blog posts for the month. I thought, you know, one a week, that is a reasonable um, goal, intention. And I published the blog post on Thursday, yesterday, and today will be the podcast. I am really excited because next week I am meeting with an amazing nurse who I'm hoping will be our first guest on the podcast. We're having a Zoom meeting and I think she would have a lot to offer. She has an amazing platform and I just really would like to start having some guests on the podcast because I think they could really add a lot of great useful information and just help you benefit even more from this podcast. So 
excited for that. If you have anyone that you want me to try to reach out to and see if they want to come on my little podcast, um, go on Instagram, send me a DM or go to the website, send me an email. But I would definitely love to hear any suggestions you have or if you yourself would be interested in being on the podcast, um, get in touch. Let's talk. And the fourth thing, um, I think, you know, I'm trying to read more, get off social media. I think that's super important. The daily movement, also important. Um, Getting back into like a hobby and a space, a community, even if it's an online community of things that make me, you know, feel happy and motivated and inspired. And then my last one is marriage specific, which if you're not married or in a relationship maybe you could focus on something with friends which is also something I am trying to work on uh, more as well but my fourth intention was one date night a week with my husband I obviously work a good bit I have to take call once a month Um, I run the support group I'll be working on this in the blog and then my husband owns his own business he owns a marketing agency hyped up studios they do web development marketing social media management all those type of things but it's doing really well and he's been so busy um he has a contract that keeps sending more and more websites and you know projects for him to do which is great but right now you know we're he's not he's getting close to needing to hire someone else to help which is also very exciting but it just takes a lot of time he's working you know a nine to five plus getting up early and working plus having late meetings working late you know we might have dinner and he might go back in his office at like 10 o'clock at night and have to work so it just doesn't result in a lot of quality time we are together a good bit because he works from home I work outside the home but he works from home But still, I think one intentional date night where we're off our phones, when we're, you know, engaged and talking to each other, we get out of the house, especially for him since he works from home, um, is just really important. And I think it's something, you know, if you want to plan a date with yourself, if you want to plan a night out with friends, if you have a spouse or person you're in a relationship with, if you want to plan a night out, and if you can't go out, obviously, um... Like I mentioned, we're going to have our wine and cheese night on Saturday. Uh, There's ways, you know, to make a night at home really fun and kind of a little more intentional and engaging than just like Netflix on the couch, which I love Netflix on the couch. So not knocking that by any means, but that is my four intentions for the month of November. It felt really good to actually set these and put them on paper and I really am going to try to stick with them as I said unfortunately these are things that are so easy to go to the wayside if your mental health starts acting up but here's hoping this will keep my mental health at bay but I encourage you if you are just looking for a little extra momentum motivation self-care mental health care whatever it may be you know maybe set an intention or two for yourself um i think goals can be a good thing i think you can be too focused i'm not going to say too focused on goals and this is a whole another podcast but i think you can take it to an unhealthy level but i think having things to work towards and having kind of concrete measurable things smart goals if you will will um I really 
helpful, especially if you struggle with mental health. And considering we are going into winter, we are changing clocks back this weekend. A seasonal affective disorder, seasonal depression will start going up for people. Days are shorter. It's colder. You may not be outside as much. Um, I think it's a really good time to do that. So if you set any, please let me know. You know, send me a message. I would love to hear what your goals are. And if there's any way I can support you in them, please let me know. I think that pretty much wraps it up for today's podcast. It was so great to be back in this space. Um, I'm so excited to be back here. Thank you so much for listening and joining. I am going to go make some dinner and get ready to tackle this Friday. I have a full patient load, but I am ready for the weekend. But I hope you all have a wonderful weekend, wonderful week, and we will talk again soon. Bye!